Welcome to the Sharon Brown Podcast. Today's episode is Mind. Moral Insistence Never Doubting. And this is part two. The part one was just like an overview. I was just telling you what was going to happen with this series. So uh, I'm going to be talking about the mind. So it's going to be dealing with how you should think. Uh, A lot of things have been going on in society where people have been declared mentally ill. Uh, If you look at the government system and the way things are set up, it's set up for people to actually go into the mental health system. Uh, They start from from basically the womb and they try to diagnose people and they tell you about their different things with their mind and they go through the... uh, uh, childhood schooling and things like that, uh, pre-K, uh, nursery, uh, different things, uh, uh, kindergarten, and they go through the schooling, uh, and they have been putting people on Ritalin and things like that. So it starts young, uh, and if they can't catch them there, they go through the, uh, the different things that people do throughout schooling. Uh, if you are, uh, getting what well, if you're older in the military they try to do that the police department they try to make them see psychiatrists after shooting different things like that now these people are not uh taught and trained in the mind they don't have the skills to help someone with their mind they're being reactionary or based on somebody else's reaction and what somebody else did they're now reacting to that they're not actually uh, try, trying to heal the mind or help someone get better. Uh, they drug the mind instead of uh, teaching people how they are supposed to use the mind. And the Bible is the oldest book, textbook, religious book, uh, science book, any kind of book that you want to think about. The Bible is that for the mind. It has the specifics of what is supposed to happen with the mind. So this is not the first scripture that uh, is speaking on the mind. I'm going to get to that when I go through this uh, series of MIND, M-I-N-D, and the acronym is Moral Insistence Never Doubting. And this is two. And of course, this is me, Sharon Brown. And uh, so I'm starting with Philippians 4, 1 to 9. Now, hopefully, if you listen to the uh, the first uh, episode, Mind, Moral, Insistence, Never Doubting One, the things that I said in there, if you have tried to apply those things, you can see that they work. But if you get an idea of what you're looking for when you're dealing with your mind, I can give you uh, something that you can do specifically. Okay, so... I'm going to touch a couple of topics with this because this verse hits a lot of topics that's in society. Uh, People are abused mentally based on a couple of things. They're abused mentally based on their race. They try to keep black people out of, uh, you know, school and things like that. Um, In the past, they have done that. They try to keep black people out of colleges or, you know, make them go to the uh, schools that are not up to par or prepared uh, to prepare them for life. So the school is not prepared to prepare them for life. And the schools are the ones that are telling people how to think. Instead of giving them the proper things to think, they're telling them how to think 
and what to think. So they're, they're not saying uh, you should uh, think this way and this is the proper way. They're saying we want you to think exactly this way. This is the way we think. So they're actually telling them how to think. We want you to think this way and process things this way. But they're not doing it based on a biblical standard. So it's corrupt. And then they're telling them we want you to think exactly this. And then they give them what they want them to think. And the many things that they want them to think is against the Bible. It's what's prohibited in the Bible. And especially now in this arena, uh, they're doing that now. So it's so important. I speak about the school. You'll find it anywhere. Like if they put people in the homeless shelter, then they have to go through an evaluation. They try to put them on medication. If they are in the street, they try to put them in the mental hospital and say they can't take care of themselves, even though the landlord is the one who caused them to be homeless in the first place but we won't go through all that so in the school uh you deal with uh direct contact with the government telling you what to think so that can be from nursery on up, up into school but it really gets uh you know some it becomes uh, traumatic and it becomes oppressive when you get into these schools and maybe kindergarten and on and they start to try to force a way for you to uh to think how you should think and what you should think and if you don't do that they're going to medicate you they're going to call the police they're calling the police on young children so this starts from young uh they may have not had all the systems in place to effectuate their plans uh, previously, but they have been doing this systematically and uh, we are going to interrupt what the government has put in place and put what is actually supposed to be for the mind. How do we learn how to handle things and what to do and how to think? So I'm going to give you this from Philippians 4, 1 to 9. So uh Paul is talking to the Philippians but he's going on and he's speaking about uh you know his dearly beloved and he's telling them to stand fast in the Lord so there's some things that you can be doing as well as uh getting your mind right so he's telling them that he stand fast in the Lord you know don't be just pushed over by anything you know uh, root yourself and and be sure in the Lord and the thing is that uh, he said to them, the specific people, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. Well, this can help your footing if you're surrounded with people who are of the same mind in the Lord. Not just, uh, I like this show, you like that show. The same mind in the Lord. So if you're thinking uh, these things that we're listening to, you might be listening to rock and roll, which is talking about sex, drug, and rock and roll. You might be listening to rap, which is talking about sex, drugs, and uh, shooting. Uh, you might be listening to rock and roll that talks about shooting. Well, whoever. These things, are you shouldn't have these in your mind. And if these are the things that's on your mind, if you're listening to things that uh, uh, are the things that you live by, uh, so if you have specific music, specific shows, and you subscribe to these things, and this is the mind that you're in, you think these things are okay. You think that it's fine to be naked. You think This is about your mind. This is the way you think. 
What is uh, giving you the information to decide what you think? Are you allowing society? Are you allowing the government? Because the government is the one who runs these different uh, entertainment industries and stuff like that. They have the record uh, labels. They have the, uh, you know, the music industry. They have all of that. But they have to answer to somebody. Now, all the artists and the actors and the whoever, they answer to their record label, their studio and whatever. And these studios have uh, wicked agendas. But they have to get licenses and business licenses and whatever to function and to record and to put on the news. They have to go through the FCC to put on TV, radio and things like that. They have, they are regulated by some government agency. So when we see something going wrong in our uh, communities and when we see something going wrong on our TVs and in the news and things like that, even if you we even if we didn't have the Twitter files, we could still conclude that the government is up to something and the government did it, as I like to say. The government did it because the government regulates these people. They make them pay for licenses, they make them pay to do things in the city, they have to get approval, the film and the this, the that and the that. So they have to get approval to do a lot of the things. Uh, they can shut people down for certain things. They can stop certain things, but instead it's allowed. But now, uh, Paul, Paul is telling the Philippians and he's telling these three people, you Dias, uh, and Sentius, or rather two people to be in the same mind. So how can you be in the same mind? Do you just say, okay, I like blue. You like blue. We like blue. Or do you say, I like red. You like red. We like red. How do you come to one mind, the same mind? You need to be in the scriptures. If you are reading the scriptures, you are on the same page. If you're reading the Bible, you are on the same page. And then you can discuss and speak about it and speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and do things like that and get on the same page. You need to understand what you believe about God, why you believe it, and you should be able to explain it. The Bible says that we should be able to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is within you with meekness and fear. So we should always have an answer. So how are you in the same mind? Uh, Get on the same page. A lot of people in the industries uh, and people in the governments and people wherever, they are on the same page because and people think that the, de the demonic kingdom is so put together. Well, they read the same things and they do the same things. If they believe in witchcraft, they do the witchcraft. They believe in going to psychics, they do it. They believe in uh, do what thou wilt, they do it. All of them do it. So doing what thou, thou wilt. A lot of them might be doing different things and you think, or some of them are doing exactly the same things. You can see that, like they cover one eye uh, that might be to their false god uh, uh, and it's the one-eyed god or whatever they are. And so they have that from Egypt and things like that. But they're doing the same things. They're on the same page. They're the, the demonic kingdom is on the same page. Some of these people are in there and they are enslaved. Some of these people are there of their own volition because they want money and fame, but they are still enslaved. Even if they have chosen to do this, it is still a detriment to them and they will still reap the uh, 
reward for what they have done. And the reward is not always good. Uh, sometimes it is a consequence of what they have done. So, uh, uh, some of them have compromised, have promised this and promised that and uh, agreed to certain oaths and weird things. But uh, how do you stay on the same mind? The demonic kingdom does it. They make sure they do it. Uh, if they believe in astrology, they do astrology. They do it throughout the... If you, It's easiest for me to say Hollywood because you can see it. You can see it with Freemasonry. They do the same things. They do it throughout the Hollywood. You find it, many people talking about the psychic. Then you find people on the same mind in the demonic kingdom talking about, I had this spirit come down into me and I began to act or I began to sing. I was able to do this. They do these things simultaneously. They do them together. So they're on the same page. They understand the corrupt things that they are going to do. So the uh, government went after Trump and they went after black people uh, as far as the police and whatever. They do these things together. It's not necessarily a whole group of them, but sometimes like with the Breonna Taylor, these four or five police officers consented together. They did it as one. They went into the apartment and either they talked about it or they already were on the same page. They already had the same corrupt ideas and they were going to shoot and shoot and shoot. And uh, how do they get to this? Uh, we have to look at their training. They're, they're reading a manual. They're in uh in the mornings, they talk to their sergeant and the sergeant gives them instructions. So we have to find out what are they reading? What is the thing that they're looking at that tells them it's okay? And uh, it's uh, probably a part of their manual at how they shoot. And the fact that they shoot to kill instead of just shooting to wound and whatever. They shoot to eliminate the, uh, the threat, which is not a threat if the person is unarmed or is not causing any problem or not committing a crime but they are on the same page to shoot to kill and to shoot to maim and obliterate it's like they don't want any parts and any particles and anything to be connected together once they finish shooting they want this person to be torn asunder they are on the same page it's wicked but they're on the same page. They all did the same thing when they went into that apartment to Breonna Taylor's apartment. So you see how the wicked are, you know, they're coming after us. But for some reason, God has been fighting on our behalf. Why? The people of God have been praying. So we need to get a mindset of prayer. I'm going to put that in here. We need to also have a mindset of prayer. Our mindset should be God will answer our prayer and change our land. Why? The Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. So guess what? Americans have been praying and it has been working and God has been changing things and exposing things and whatever. But everybody in America that has been righteous for the most part have been praying and crying out to God. They have a mindset of prayer, but you don't just have a mindset of prayer. Okay, I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to pray. And then that's it. You have the mindset of prayer mindset that I'm going to pray and God is going to answer and God is going to give me what I want. So the Bible says you don't have because you, you have not because you ask not. 
So we asked and God gave. And also we are doing righteousness. We are doing the right thing before God. So he's functioning and fighting on our behalf. And people are also praying. So we need a mindset of prayer. But what is the mind? We need to have the same mind in the Lord. Well, prayer is one mind we need to have the same. But where do you get that from? The Bible. So you have the thing that you look at to find out what to do. When the police do it, they look at their training manual or either their sergeant or someone tells them exactly what to do. But they have books and things written that they follow or either they have something that they have spoken about and come to an agreement on. Why aren't the Christians doing that? And Christians, we are functioning well. We are doing great in this season. But we could have been more advanced down the years if we had been in the same mind. We need to get together. All these different denominations need to get in lockstep. We need to drop all these false things that are not biblical and get into one mind. But we can do it with the people that we have that are functioning properly and believe right. So we get our stuff together. We get in the same mind. So we can do that and we can make sure that we are not out of tune with each other. So we have to be true to what is in the Bible. We can't say, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to. We have to say, this is what we believe because it's in the Bible. And this is what we are going to promote. Don't promote something that's not in the Bible. So the Catholics, they're promoting praying to saints and praying to and making saints and uh, praying somebody dead to make them a saint, praying to angels or talking to angels or whatever. Now, if an angel doesn't come into your face and stand before you, you shouldn't be talking to the angel because uh, in the Bible, uh, the angels have spoken to people have come into their homes or whatever. They've seen angels. If you think you see an angel and you talk to it, that's, that's a different experience. But if you are not, there's nobody there and you are talking to an angel, you are praying to them, whether you want to admit it or not. That's prayer. If you are talking to Mary and you're trying to tell Mary to tell Jesus something or Mary to do something for the people. Mary is not God. Why are you praying to God? The Bible says don't pray to anyone else except for God in Jesus name. It does not. It says don't have any other gods before or beside God. So you should not be praying to Mary. You should not be praying to angels. You should not be talking to dead people. Uh, you, The Christians need to have the same mindset. Jesus Christ is Lord. He died on the cross for our sins. He rose on the third day. This is the same mind. We need to know what is going on uh, in the Bible. Where do you get what you believe from? How do you get the same mind? Read the same thing. The Bible, the whole Bible. You can listen to it and you can get a scripture shower and just let the word pour over you even when you're online or when you just want to do something quiet and listen to the Bible. You can read it. You can listen to it on DVD. You can do all kinds of things. Get the same mind. So there's something as the same mind. Do you have the same mind with the other Christians around you? If not, you need to get on the same page, but don't agree to something that's unbiblical. 
so you but you agree and make sure and and if you can come to the agreement on most things and then try to work out the rest of the things but try to come to the agreement on the things that are easily seen like we know there's a trinity we know that god uh it, jesus christ is god it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god jesus christ is the word it says all things were made by him all things were made by the word we don't have to fight over that. The Jehovah Witnesses and anybody that believes it, we know we know that if Jesus created anything, he can't be any other God. And then also it says uh, in the Jehovah Witness belief that uh, Jesus is a God, not the God. He's mighty God, not the God. If he's another God, it's a false God because God said, don't have any other gods before me or beside me. So this is not something we even have to discuss or fight about. This is very obvious. You know, if you want to pretend and be in denial, then that's what you're doing specifically because it's already has said, don't have any other gods. So you can't claim openly Jesus is another God and we believe in him and we pray in Jesus name even though he's another God that would be God telling you to worship another God it you know this is obvious so these things we need to get on the same page now and we need to start entreating the other communities of Christianity to come into the truth now what we can do we don't go over to them and change and do what they do uh we can try to entreat them and if they're not willing fine but we can try to entreat them and get everybody on the same page but for the most part the people that are in your circle, your church, your family, try to get on the same page. Okay, so it says, I I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow. You know, you're um, equally yoked. Uh, the Bible said equally yoked. So you're with people who believe the same things and uh, read the Bible and stuff like that and are saved. Uh, and it says, help those women which labored with me in the gospel. So when they say women shouldn't labor in the gospel, uh, they have to put everything in context. When Paul speaks about a, a woman or whoever spoke about a woman should not uh, teach and should be silent in the church, it also specifically says that specific woman should go and be taught by her husband. So this is not speaking about all women. Uh, it's speaking about specific women. And then uh, a person that doesn't have a husband, that wouldn't apply to them. It, it specifically says the woman ought to be silent. And that woman should learn from her own husband. So if a person doesn't have a husband, why would they apply that to that woman? So this is clearly saying that uh, women have labored with him in the gospel. So women can function in the gospel. So let's get that clear. And it's not just talking about being singers in the gospel. It says labored with me in the gospel. So that's just something I wanted to touch on. And uh, it's speaking about, uh, you know, the fellow laborers whose name is in the book of life. Hallelujah. Our names is in the book of life. And if yours is not, confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. And then you live out the Bible and the scriptures, repent from your sin and you will have your name in the book of life when you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. You get baptized uh, by water to go down in a death with Jesus and rise up in his life, in his resurrection. And then you get 
baptized spiritually with the Holy Spirit. And that will be evidenced by speaking in tongues. And uh, you can have knowledge and wisdom and know what to do in situations through the Holy Spirit. Okay, so it says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. See, some of, a lot of these things that I'm talking about, it makes a difference with our mindsets because uh, when men and women have the wrong mindset about women laboring in the gospel, they have a hard problem and troubled mind because they're thinking women shouldn't be laboring in the gospel. So they're angry and they, you know, the devil has them confused and, you know, frustrated and angry at the woman and he calls a division. There should be no division. Women labor with me in the gospel. So women labor in the gospel too. So this is something to help the mindset of the church as well. Uh, get into the scripture more so you can see exactly what it speaks about women in service to God. And don't uh, trouble your own mind trying to uh, ban a woman from doing this and doing that without having the proper understanding. This helps the mindset of the church and heals the mindset of the church when we get the scriptures together and let them work in accord and not fight against each other. Okay, so you should be rejoicing in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It doesn't call it a mindset, but that is a mindset to rejoice. You should be in a mindset that you're going to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So in the good, in the bad, you should be rejoicing. That's why Christians speak about having joy. We have happiness. We know how to have happiness. We know how to do things that make us um, content in the moment and things like that. But do you have an abiding peace? Do you have an abiding joy that you are joyous? Even when things are going wrong, you can find joy. That doesn't mean you don't, you don't get angry. The Bible says be angry and sin not. You know, so you can get angry, but don't sin. Don't do the wrong thing when you're angry. Don't be outrageous and violent and whatever. And all violence is not wrong because you, you have the right to protect yourself. Uh, the only time that, uh, violence was, was, uh, told not to be done was because Jesus had to die. So at that point, he told Peter to put his sword away and he healed the ear of the soldier that Peter cut the ear off, but he didn't say that you, Peter could not have his sword. He didn't tell Peter, throw away your sword. You can never have it again. He didn't say you can't be armed. So this, I'm talking about the second amendment as well. Uh, Jesus would have authorized the fact that we have the second amendment. How do we know that it's okay to have a weapon? Because Jesus told Peter to put, to put his sword in his sheath. He didn't say, get rid of the sword. <clears throat> You're with me now. So you don't need a sword. He told him, put it in his sheath. And he, he basically, he had to die. So Peter could not defend him at that time. He couldn't fight that way. But at, in these day and ages, when people are harming us, we have the right to defend ourselves. Jesus still allowed uh, Peter to have the right to defend himself because he still had his sword. Jesus never said, I'm taking away your right to defend yourself with arms. He never said, I'm taking away your arms. You can no longer be armed and you can no longer defend yourself. So that's a misnomer. Uh, that doesn't mean that uh, Christians just go on a, a spree and say, we're going to take over. We don't do that. You know, that was tried. We don't do that. That's not how it's done. But we have the right to defend ourselves and we have the right to bear arms. And it was done back then in Israel. And Jesus 
did not tell Peter to throw away his sword. He did not say, you don't have to have a weapon anymore. I'm here. I'm with you. And when I leave, you can throw away all your weapons. He didn't say that. He said, put it in your sheath. He said, basically, keep your weapon. It's not now. Not now. So uh, we just understand that. So we do. We have the right to self-defense. Okay, so we have a mindset to rejoice. So make sure that you are, you are rejoicing. Uh, like in the scriptures, when things went wrong for a lot of the disciples and the those who followed Jesus and the apostles, they were rejoicing. They weren't so sad and thing. We can complain about what's going on and say, I'm going to tell you, you've done me wrong. And open, uh, open rebuke is better than secret love. So when you tell somebody what's being done to you, you don't like it, or you're rebuking something they're doing. That's not, that's not, of not being Christian. That's being Christian. You're supposed to rebuke something that's showing love when you openly rebuke something. And then, uh, when, uh, people are going through something, they, uh, you know, some of them are down, they're sad, but Christians are supposed to be rejoicing. When uh, people attack you for your faith, you can get justice, but you also can rejoice. I'm doing the right thing before God and I'm getting people to think about it. So it might offend them now, but some of them, you got to say to yourself, be in this mindset. These same people that are getting upset right now, many of them are going to come to Jesus and it's going to be based on what I've said. It's going to be based on what other Christians have said. It's going to be based on what God's spirit has spoken to them specifically. It's going to be based on some of the things that they've seen uh, in the media or whatever concerning Christianity and that speak about God properly. And you're going to have a crown in heaven because you helped get this person. So the person's reaction might be anger at first, but you have to be mindful and rejoice. I was able to get the word to them. So now I'm starting the process of changing their heart. And you pray for that person. Uh, there are some people that are doing such wickedness. At the same time that you can rebuke and chastise them, you can also be praying that God would touch their soul and change them uh, because that's possible. So in the things that you're that's happening in your life, you have to have the mindset that in troubles, I'm not going to be saddened. I'm not going to get down. You know, some people have talked talked about uh, different things with, uh, you know, depression and all the stuff like that. Well, you are supposed to be rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. This didn't say, okay, I feel down. So I don't get, I don't get to rejoice. I don't have to rejoice because I'm feeling down. David said, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. And why are you quiet within me? Disquieted within me. Hope thou in God for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. God is the one that helps your countenance. So if you want to know why you're feeling down, the Bible is telling you who controls how your mood is, how your countenance is, how, how you're feeling. And God does that. That's in the Old Testament. That talks about that. But this is telling you to rejoice always. So where do we get our countenance from? We get that from God, who is the health of my countenance and my God. He's not only a countenance, he's the health of it. So whatever countenance you are, God is the health. 
He makes it healthy. He makes it good. He makes it whole. So when you need to have a good countenance, you need to go to God. That means several things. You can be praying. You can be fasting. You know, if you can learn how to do that, don't just jump into that. You can, uh, you can try to get some wisdom on how to do that. Uh, make sure you know what you're doing. Uh, but you can be praying. You can be fasting. You can be singing the spiritual songs of God. Really, uh, meditating on what it's saying and meditate is not to sit there and empty your mind, but it's to think on the word of God, think on the songs of God, think on the laws of God, think on the statues of God. So when you meditate on the songs that you're singing, what does this song really mean? And when you start listening to these other songs out in the world, you're not going to want to listen to them when you start to realize what they're talking about. When you start to meditate on God's word and you read it, and then you start to meditate on the Psalms and what they're saying about God, you're going to find out the false Christian songs and you're not going to want to listen to them. And then you're also going to find the the uh, secular songs out in the world. And you're going to say, oh, they're talking about things that are against God. I don't want to hear this. You know, so or you're going to be listening to it with a, another mindset that, okay, this is not right. This is wrong. And you're going to elevate what you're doing. You're not going to be uh, downcast anymore. You're going to learn to build yourself up. So you, there's thing you can sing before the Lord, dance before the Lord, do the different prayers, look up the Yada, Toda, Barak, Tehillah, Halal, Zamar, and check those things out. And uh, uh, Barak is to rock back and forth. And we're not talking about Barack Obama because he's evil and wicked. So let's not even go there. But Barack, uh, Yada is to lift up the hands. Uh, and I believe it's when you lift your hands, palm out, facing forward. And Toda is when you cup your hands. So Yada is sub uh, surrendering to God. Toda is the cupping of your hands you you have received from God. Both your hands up cupped in a cupping fashion. Uh, Toda Barak, that's the rocking back and forth. Uh, that denotes uh, you are worshiping God. You're, you're in a sense, paying obeisance to him. You're kind of bowing to him back and forth, rocking back and forth. It also can denote pain or something like that, but it's a worship. Uh, Tehillah, you sing before the Lord. You can sing songs that are written, songs that come up in your heart. You can sing uh, songs that are, you know, spiritual songs, just songs that come up in your heart concerning the Bible, or you can sing the Bible scriptures, uh, whatever song that uh, promotes the Bible and promotes God and praises him. You can halal, you can, you know, uh, people like to get a little wild and move their body around. You can use your whole body to worship God with halal and you can just move your body around before the Lord. You can dance before the Lord, uh, halal, um, zamar, zamar is to play an instrument before God. And, to, uh, so you, those things that you can do, yada, toda, barak, tehila, halal, zamar. So zamar is playing an instrument. If you don't play an instrument, that's fine. Uh, but, uh, you can uh, do something. If you beatbox, you can do that before the Lord. If you play drums, you can do that before the Lord. Do the Bible says, do everything as unto the Lord. So the things that you do, you need to make sure you're doing them unto God and not to yourself. Uh, one thing I would like to say to uh, people who are, are singing in church, people who are singing uh, in public arenas and who are in whatever, if you start 
to make sure when you get up there and sing, you tell people, let's give praise to God. Clap for the Lord. If they try to tell you, you did a good job, start saying, thank God for this. Give God the glory and the credit because all of that attention on you and all of that worship towards you is too much for people to take. That worship is only reserved for God. He's the only one that can handle that. I'm not saying that people can't clap for you and whatever, but you also you also should be reverting it back to God. Thank uh, thank God he has allowed me to do this. Praise God. Give him the credit because you don't want to be overwhelmed with all the credit and the glory and whatever. Uh you and if even if you don't say give the glory, the glory to God, you need to within your say, self say to yourself, this is God's doing. God did this. But it would be nice if you shared with people, uh, this is the doings of the Lord or whatever phrase you use. Uh, you can be unique about it to say that God has done this thing or give credit to God. So we want to be in the mindset that we're not, uh, God and we're not stealing from God and that we are who God made us instead of who we like people say you could be who you want to be you should be who God made you that would work better uh you can be anything you want to be as far as uh in any industry or any uh, field of work that's fine but when it comes to who you are it should be who God made you uh, if you try to do something else, you find yourself struggling, it's difficult, and then you have problems and it becomes mental, emotional, whatever. And uh, the government will try to capitalize on you having uh, problems and issues. They'll call you mentally ill. But really, that's not why they go after people. They go after people who don't follow their agenda. You know, they want they like to medicate everybody. They want big pharma to be paid. They want to get their taxes. They want to get uh, the benefits from it and things like that. And they want to get uh, funding for the medications and things like that. So they love to uh, make people homeless by being slumlords. The, the government is slumlords. And then they also allow people to be slumlords for years and force multiple people out and it's just a cycle that keeps happening. So this is just something that you you need to know. Your mindset should be a certain way. So you should always be rejoicing. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That means in any situation. So it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So you shouldn't be worried about, I can't pray to God about this. The Bible says, be careful for nothing. In every single thing that happens in your life, you should not be trying to handle it by yourself. You can ask God about it. You can talk to him. Don't be careful for nothing. Don't say, oh, I can't do this. Oh no, he ain't going to like this. In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving your prayer and you supplicate but you got to do it with thanksgiving you know god is going to do it for you and let the your request be made known unto god this is a mindset you have to believe you know there's all these self-help gurus who are phonies and they're telling you you got a mind over matter and if you if you believe it you can do it they're stealing from the Bible, but then they twist it a little bit. If you get it from the Bible, it's the right way. 
So you also need the prayer and you need the supplication and you need the thanksgiving. And then you let your request be made known to God. And then, so you give the thanksgiving. That means you already are saying to God, I'm thanking you for doing it. Thanks for doing it. So that's the mindset. I believe I can have it. I believe it's going to happen. So um, the Bible says that nothing is impossible with God. So you have the mindset, there's nothing impossible with God. And you have the mindset, I'm thankful to God. He's already going to do it. So the these people that take you into the mental hospital and stuff, they try to get you to do the Pilates, to breathe a certain way to feel better. And they tell you that's how you take care of your mind, is if you breathe and calm yourself down. You can read the scriptures and get an understanding of what's going on, and that can give you peace of mind. And also the Spirit of God, the, let the peace that passeth all understanding Guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So uh, as I say that, that's the next scripture. It's funny. I, I thought about that's the natural flow and it's actually the next scripture. So I said, with all thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And I inadvertently said the scripture because it flows right into it. So after you let your request be made known to God and you do it, thankfully, you have prayed and supplicate, then and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, I'm saying this is nice. I can say, I pray that the peace of God, um, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I can pray that for you. But that's not what this scripture said. This scripture says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. After you do that, and you believe God is going to do it, it says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So after you do what you're supposed to do and you do your part, the peace of God shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So guess why you're not having peace? Guess why you're not having peace that passeth all understanding? Because did you do these things? Did you pray? Did you supplicate? And did you give God thanksgiving? Did you have that faith in yourself and in, inside of you that lives? Because we all are born with a measure of faith and we can build upon that faith. Did you have that faith inside of you that is geared to the Lord, that you have faith in God, that he will do what he says? So you give him thanksgiving because you believe it. Now, uh, a lot of people in the mental health uh, field will say that there is benefits to being a part of religion because it seems to benefit, you know, people have the positivity. The word of God is spirit and life. It's just not, it's not just positivity. So some other things may be positivity and it works for a little bit or half works and things like that. But this is not halving it. This is not, uh, it might, maybe. It says it shall, the peace that passeth all understanding, the peace of God. So God is the one who holds peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So God in the flesh, Yahweh in the flesh, uh, the peace of Yahweh in the flesh, which passive all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that's Elohim. Jesus is Elohim in the flesh. He's Yahweh is salvation, the same God. And his peace is which passive all understanding 
shall keep your hearts in mind. But you have to have the mindset that in everything, why are you sad about some things and why are you going through it in some things? Because you didn't listen to the scripture. In four, it is uh, Philippians uh, four and it's four, six. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then the peace of God shall, it shall. So the the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So when you do the prayer, the supplication, the thanksgiving, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, not only guards your mind, but it also affects your hearts. Now the Bible says the heart is wicked and above all deceitful. So we need all the help we can get to have a good heart. And uh, David said to God, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. You can pray these prayers to get God to assist you in helping that your heart be right, that you don't change up and switch faces on God and start desiring certain things because the desire out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's what the Bible says. And when these people talk about loving money and talk about lo loving murder and things like that, they start speaking about the things that they're into. So you need something to help your heart. So you need God to give you a clean heart, but you also need to do these things, the prayer, the supplication, the thanksgiving in everything so that you can have the peace of God that passes all understanding and it will keep your heart and your mind. Your heart also affects your mind. So when you have desires in your heart, it affects the way you think. The desires in your heart may not be natural. Some people have desires and things that they want to do in their heart and they say their mind tells them and their heart tells them and it's not the right thing. According to the scripture, we know what's right. So when we are desiring something against the scripture, guess what? We're wrong. Me and everybody else that wants something that's different from the Bible, we're wrong. And then there's room for things that are not necessarily in the Bible, but they are covered under certain categories. Like for instance, uh, in Revelation, uh, we know that Revelations has been ahead of what's been going on. If people pretend the Bible is not true, you can look at the things of Israel being in Israel again and how uh, there's no peace in the Middle East right now and things are going on. The Bible predicted it uh, correctly that Israel would return to the land and it would be the people called Israel that would return and they would have fighting and problems and no peace and things would a problem people would trouble them there's so so many scenarios that's going to happen in Israel and that has happened the temples were mentioned the different temples it's clear the bible is clear that they had so many temples they're going to have another one you know and they're gearing up for a third temple so the bible spoke about that the bible also knew even though the bible spoke about it negatively uh all of technology is not wrong, but the Bible knew there would be technology where people would have something in their hands to be able to scan for food and pay for it. 
but the antichrist, which no one should take it. You should confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead now and get saved. But if you are here when the antichrist set up his kingdom and you are told you have to take a mark in your forehead or your right hand, you know, that's the mark of the beast that the revelation spoke about. And uh, it would be the 666 or whatever number, if you don't want to believe it's 666. Whatever number they tell you, if they tell you, <clears throat> I don't care. If you hear somebody tell you, you need to take a mark either in your forehead or your right hand. You understand you're dealing with the mark of the beast. You don't have to have all the specifics. That's enough. If you don't know exactly what's going on, if you hear somebody say you got the choice of either your forehead or your right hand, you need, you have to take this mark. Don't take it. That's the mark of the beast. Now, why is it uh, something you shouldn't take? It's uh, allegiance to the false Christ, the one who is against Christ, the antichrist, the not Christ, and he's against God and everything of the Bible. Now, God knew that uh, there would be technology for people to scan for food. And many people were saying, the government is um, uh, microchipping me. And people uh, said they were crazy. The government in particular said they were crazy and put them in uh, mental hospitals because they said uh, they were being microchipped. Come to find out the government were microchipping pets and then they started microchipping people. And so now it's in the community, but it is done uh, on, uh, you know, people get to say if they want it or not. So it's voluntary, but we don't know if they actually were testing it because they have to test it somewhere. So it's possible they were really testing it like they've done to other people. Uh, Tuskegee Airmen, uh, Tuskegee, uh, you know, where they did the Tuskegee experiments. So it has happened where government has violated people's rights. Uh, also in some countries, uh, I believe that the Inuit people, uh, in uh, Greenland and in other countries, they have had people uh, putting things in their bodies, uh, trying to sterilize them. They've had uh, the Inuit people or the Eskimos, they have been sterilizing them uh, in uh, Greenland and they have been putting sterilization in them so that they won't have babies. They've done this in, I believe, uh, Mexico, in Africa. Uh, in the Philippines and some other places. I don't have all the specifics of where they did it, but it's like four different places they were specifically doing this. And I believe it was UNICEF and the World Health Organization. So look out for them. So when they're telling you to get vaccinated and things like that, they don't have good motives. And a lot of them are trying to depopulate anyway. Okay, so I'm saying this to uh, let you see, uh, you have to link what's going on in the physical and the natural and the mind and all that, all that is contained in the scripture, how to live physically, how to live mentally, how to live emotionally, how to deal with science, how to deal with anything. It's in the Bible. You can learn how to build stuff from the Bible. Not, not that you would necessarily take uh, like things like the Ark of the Covenant or things like the Noah's Ark and do it yourself. But some people have rebuilt the Noah's Ark based on the measurements and things from the Bible. So it's possible and the boat would be functional even at that time, the person had right measurements and things like that. So they reenacted and rebuilt the Noah's Ark. And it, whoever decided that the boat should be built that way was correct. And that person was God who told uh, Noah how to build. So that also proves the Bible because whoever did that uh, construction of the boat 
uh, they were uh, they they proved the person that did the construction of the boat and has the museum proved that that uh, boat that boat was a proper boat and it, it is more advanced than some of the boats we have and they say maybe it's more advanced than any boat that we have today okay so the bible knew about the fact that they would do the marking system of the beast so the therefore the bible is ahead of what we're doing the bible knows about technology that would interact with human body so of course the bible is it knows about the mind so the bible tells you how to think and it's not just the bible the bible is the word of god and the word is jesus jesus another name for jesus is the word of god in john 1 you see that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god elohim is plural that's where we see the trinity so we see the plurality of god uh he's not three gods that's not what we're saying so uh when it comes to thinking and doing things that you need to do you need to do this in god so what i want you to do i'm gonna um okay so after you have done that now this is a lot that i gave you already so in everything you know that you gotta by prayer supplication and thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god so if you're covering everything you do with prayer and stuff you will be um better off for it and i'm telling you the results you'll get you'll get a uh, peace of god which passive all understanding shall um guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus but that's not it finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things why are you thinking on the negative things? If you have to deal with something that's negative and you have to tell people about it and you have to make a complaint and you have to do with that, fine, you do that. That's fine. But that's not what you should be thinking on. These, the things that you should be thinking, meditating on, the things that you should be rehearsing in your mind, you can let people know what's going on and then you can put it out there and people can tell others what's going on. It's not that you can't tell about what's going on that's negative. You can deal with that and, and, and rebuke because you have to be balanced when you're dealing with the Bible. You just can't say, oh, you can't do that at all. The Bible says that don't fornicate. That means you shouldn't do it at all. But when it comes to talking about things that are negative you have to make sure it's in its proper place you're not exalting it and you're thinking on the things that's lovely you're thinking on the things that's just that's pure so you're not thinking on uh this crime i can do it if i commit this crime i can make money if you're thinking on things that's just you're gonna say this is not right i don't want to do that i'm gonna do this this is just this is what i want to do uh, so you have to make sure that you are doing what's right. Also, this, if you're giving into the things that's wrong, uh, and you're just living based on impulse, you have to learn how to get into the Bible and to discipline yourself in the word of God. The word of God is spirit and life. But as you read it, you will begin to change how you view things. You'll begin to change how you do things. You'll begin to change in the bible now it's like oh if i pray and whatever there is a benefit to it and even the so-called psychiatrists which they are fake uh they are fake i'm um, dealing with mental 
health. They're really a mental illness uh, system because they just try to declare people mentally ill. Even the person that you wouldn't think is on medication and stuff, they also are on some kind of mental medication. And that's why America is so obese and stuff. And a big person is not obese. A healthy big person is not a problem. A person that has been pumped up with mental medications and physical medications and fake food like bioengineered and processed sugars and all these things, they may be obese. But just a big person, the Bible says Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel ate good food for uh like they had the pulse and the things and the vegetables and water and stuff like that. You don't only have to eat that, you can eat meat too. But I'm saying they ate well and then they were bigger and fat. It says they were fairer and fatter than the king's people and all of them because they were eating well. So when the government uh, intentionally feeds you bad food, you're going to gain weight. You're going to eat too much because these food are quote unquote addicting. Whatever it does to your body chemistry, when you put these chemicals and fake foods in it, that has a part to do with a poor uh, physical health and poor mental uh, thinking and processing. It affects that. So you are not in a situation with your mind and with what you're going through by yourself. Your government helped you to get into a bad situation. So it wasn't help. It was harm. So we're going to now undo that. That's not all of the government, but you should not be looking to the government for what to think. They can educate you, but even in a lot of the education, they lie. They don't tell you the proper history. And so people are upset. They need to put black history in there, real black history. I don't know what the CRT is. I don't know what the angle is, but that doesn't take away the fact that they need to have real black history because of what was done to black people in America and what's still being done. If you get correct black history, they won't be able to do the things they have previously done. If you get the correct history of the Jewish people in the schools, throughout the public schools, Jewish history, black history, if you get a variety of the histories and you get a core Christian values, you can have Christianity in public places, in schools, in government, everything. There's nothing that says separation of church and state. That's something that was made up. There's nothing that says literally separation of church and state. We are a Christian nation. It says God has endowed us with uh, our rights. You know, these truths, the, we hold these truths to be self-evident that we were endowed by our creator. So, uh, and we are blessed uh, we have the blessings of liberty in the preamble of the Constitution. So it's clear that this nation is run on God. So when they talk about not favoring religions, it's not to keep out Christianity. This is a Christian nation. It's never to stop Christianity uh, because Christianity keeps the society uh, prosperous, running properly and safe. You know, you don't kill, you don't steal. You know, that's Christianity. It's safe. What we do is that Christianity never says you must become a Christian. It's by confession and by belief. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you confess Jesus Christ as Lord with your mouth and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In a Christian nation, no one is forced to become Christian. You have the opportunity to become Christian by your own confession and your own belief. 
You can do that in your lifetime or you can refuse to do that in your lifetime. That's accepted and allowed in the Christian nation. It always has been. Since Jesus came, people were not, he didn't hold them down and have his disciples say, say it, say I'm Lord, say it now. He, it wasn't by force. So when the crusades or whatever happened, I don't know the history of that because it wasn't taught. But when those things happened, whoever was functioning in the name of Jesus and was forcing people to be Christian, it was wrong. Even though it wound up, we had a Christian nation, praise God, we got a Christian nation and he used what was evil and wound up turning it for good anyway. He did it regardless in spite, but they did the wrong thing but they had the right intention to try to get people into Christianity, but you don't do it by force. So we already have a Christian nation. We give people the right to do whatever they choose and up to a limit. They can't commit certain crimes and certain things they can't break in the scriptures of the Bible because it's harmful to society. When you see that something has a benefit to society and something is harmful, you have to stop it. And the Bible shows that. So I'm giving you the first steps on what to do with the mind. So you can use what I have told you today and change how you think and feel and what you do. Philippians 4, 1 to 9. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech you, Dias, and beseech Sintich, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the god of peace shall be with you water of the word wow segment psalms 37:12 the wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth This is the Sharon Brown Sings segment, SBS. Ain't gonna make no bones about it, for I know that there's no doubt about it, for I know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh-huh, Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh-huh. 
He died upon the cross, uh -huh. to save our sinful souls. For I know that Jesus Christ is Lord, uh -huh. ain't gonna make no bones about it. For I know that there's no doubt about it. For I know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh -huh. The church shall bear the light. Uh -huh. Having confessed the Christ. Uh -huh. And hell shall not be For I know. That Jesus Christ is Lord, uh-huh, that Jesus Christ is Lord, Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord, Lord, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Praise Jesus Christ God's son. This year's blessings are to come. Every day praise the Holy One. That's the Holy Spirit and God. I'm not done. Praise Jesus Christ God's son. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. This year's blessings are to come. Every day, praise the Holy One. That's the Holy Spirit and God. I'm not done. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. For God so loved the world that He gave. His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Nay.
Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. This is the new year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Praise Jesus Christ, God's son. This year's blessings are to come. Every day, praise the Holy One. That's the Holy Spirit and God, I'm not done. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. For God so loved the world that He gave, His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. This year's blessings are to come. Every day, praise the Holy One. That's the Holy Spirit and God. I'm not done. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. For God so loved the world that He gave. His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name, in Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. January, January, February, February, March, March, April, April, May, May, June, June, July, July, August, August, September, September, October, October, November, November, December, December. This will be a year to remember. From January, January to December, December. Stoke the flames of faith. It just takes an ember.
I pray you stay blessed, no mess, and that you don't break under pressure. Just stay limber. Resist the devil, and he will flee thee. Him useless you can render. Witness about Christ, life, death, and resurrection. To make others a Christian member. Winter, spring, summer, fall, or you can just say timber. Reciprocate this message to the sender all year round and at the year ender. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, this is the new year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Jesus Christ will come along. Praise God's only Son. Jesus Christ, the only begotten one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Confess Jesus Christ is Lord, and get the new year right. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, in Jesus, in Jesus. In Jesus' name. January, January, February, February, March, March, April, April, May, May, June, June, July, July, August, August, September, September, October, October, November, November, December, December. This will be a year to remember. From January, January to December, December. Stoke the flames of faith. It just takes an ember. I pray you stay blessed, no mess. And that you don't break under pressure. Just stay limber. Resist the devil and he will flee thee. Him useless you can render. Witness about Christ. Life, death, and resurrection. To make others members. To make others Christian members. To make others members, to make others Christian members, witness about Christ, 
life, death, and resurrection to make others Christian members. Winter, spring, summer, fall, or you can just say timber. Reciprocate this message to the sender all year round and at the year ender. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, in Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Jesus Christ will come along. Praise Jesus Christ all year long. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Jesus Christ will come along. Praise Jesus Christ all year long. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy, oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Oh, have a happy. Oh, have a healthy, oh, have a holy, 
Oh, have a hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year, in Jesus' name, in Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. This will be a year to remember. January to December, stoke the flames of faith, it just take a number. I pray you stay blessed, no mess, and that you don't break under pressure, just stay limber. Resist the devil, and he will flee thee, him useless you can render. Witness about Christ, life, death, and resurrection, to make others a Christian member. Winter, spring, summer, fall, or you can just say timber. Reciprocate this message to the sender all year round and at the year ender. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy. Hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, New Year, in Jesus' name. This is the New Year song. You can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. This year's blessings are to come. Every day praise the Holy One. That's the Holy Spirit and God, I'm not done. Praise Jesus Christ, God's Son. For God so loved the world that He gave, His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him, 
should not perish, but have everlasting life. Confess Jesus Christ is Lord, and get the new year right. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. This will be a year to remember, from January to December. Stoke the frames of faith, it just as an ember. I pray you stay blessed, no mess, and that you don't break under pressure. Just stay limber, resist the devil, and he will flee thee. Him useless you can render. Witness about Christ, life, death, and resurrection, to make others a Christian member. Winter, spring, summer, fall, or you can just say timber. Reciprocate this message to the sender. All year round and at the year ender. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year, in Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, new year, in Jesus' name. Salvation Nation SN segment. Romans 10, 9 and 10. For if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Repeat after me. Jesus, I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead. You said in your word, if I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, that I am saved. I have done so, and I am saved. Thank you, Lord. Sharon and the Rose of Sharon segment. You've just listened to the Sharon Brown podcast, where the Rose of Sharon is the star. Jesus is the Rose of Sharon. <laughs>